You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Keta Yuanadu. Keta, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me. Keta, I know you're in Brooklyn now, and we're talking on September 14th in 2021. Um, how are things in Brooklyn now? And I'm asking because we're still in the pandemic, of course, and everybody's studio situation has changed to some degree. But, but how are things in, in, in Brooklyn now, um, especially compared with the last year? I mean, it's, it's been fine. I think things are getting better. Um, I was actually away all summer. I, I went back to Cyprus, which is where I'm from, after not being there for a couple of years. But now I'm back in Brooklyn, and, yeah, um, I, I have my studio in my house. So downstairs is my studio. So it's been really good the past year or so to just have a place to work where I didn't have to travel anywhere and um, I live right across from an art store so that uh, it's been great to have artists and craftsmen which is a, an art store right across the street from us so I don't have to travel to get art supplies either um, yeah that's exciting so that's good to hear that that you're safe and yeah that's nice that you have the place right there um, in your living situation so what are you working on, on now what's what what are you currently making or getting ready for or, or involved in creatively? Well, um, I've been working on a, on, on a series of abstract uh, paintings that kind of draw a lot of inspiration from the nature of the world um, around me. Um, they, it's like in a process, I, I kind of layer. It's a, the process feels like layering memories or simplifying them down to their, um, like their essence, like the shapes, the colors, the feelings. Um, and I base a lot of my work on memories of growing up in, in Cyprus, on the water and the land and the terrain, um, which is kind of comes to a, a sharp contrast to where I'm living now, uh, living in Brooklyn. Um, it's quite a, 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 a difference in, in the landscape. Um, so, yeah. So let's talk about those a little bit, the, the, the recent paintings. The, the landscape paintings you're talking about are, are uh, the images, one of the images I saw was Black Spring. Yeah. That's, and that's um, a pretty big canvas. That's, a, that's, a, uh, that's almost that's six feet tall, uh, five by six or something, right? Right, yeah. That, that actually started during the lockdown. Um, and uh, it's, the, the name comes from um, a book I was reading last year during the same time, uh, Henry Miller's Black Spring that um, sort of talks about his inward journeys, about memory and uh, being living in, growing up in Brooklyn in the beginning of the century and then moving to Paris and coming back and kind of captures his kind of blending of um, people and the cities and um, kind of reestablishes this freedom of expression. And then I started painting this painting which started very dark and it kind of developed organically over time. It took quite a few months to, to finish it and um, it was recently exhibited at um, Sierra Goldberg this past month um, in the Lower East Side um, in a group show with um, six other women artists, uh, abstract painters, um, which was so kind of nice. 
Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, yeah, in, in that context, um, what were you about to say? We're talking about the Canvas Black Spring in, in that group show at, at Thierry Goldberg. Um, yeah, so um, I was actually very excited to be in this show with uh, kind of reconnect and be part of, uh, I feel like, a, a connection with being with other women artists who are also abstract painters that use color and uh, it was just great to to be part of that. It felt kind of inspiring after a year of being sort of isolated. And uh, so, yeah. Um, That's exciting. So let's talk a little bit about the imagery there because you were talking specifically about where the imagery came from. And, and you know, it's, it seems different than the paintings um, in, in the past and also and also similar. How is this painting the same or a departure from from the way you've been working. Um, well, it's um, I, I mean, my work, I work on multiple paintings kind of at the same time. Um, so I I I sometimes use photographs or I, but without necessarily you know kind of manipulating through the. Sometimes I use Photoshop to manipulate things on the computer and then go back between the digital and the analog, and mm. or I feel like it's kind of a manipulating nature with drips and bleeds and softening of the edges uh, of each brushstroke as some painting. So they kind of appear sort of liquid and like they're in motion. So it feels like it's like a nature um, moving or a kind of alternating take on what's real or, or what's not real. And... Um, um, yeah, yeah so let's I talk just, about that a little bit because that seems like it's happening in a lot of your paintings. This idea, which is a very interesting kind of visual idea, what's real, what's not real. Uh, I mean, that, that also kind of encompasses a lot of things in this last year of information and politics. And but um, but there seems to be an optical effect there, right? What's real, what's not real. As I began looking through your website and your paintings, part of and I know it's different when you're when you're looking at them online, but. It was it was hard to see to know what I'm looking at exactly. You know, is this in focus? Is this out of focus? Am I? There was some kind of optical effect there, as well. Is, is that what you're talking about? I mean, something that's almost like a vibration between colors. Something that happens to your eyes. That's does that happen when you're in front of the canvas? Yes, I mean totally. Um, I it's it's hard to explain the process, but um, it it does feel like it's this kind of fleeting moment that kind of with, which is blurry but it's there and it's, it's, it's not so it's not something that I think I can specifically describe um, I just feel that, that these kind of morphing landscapes where they're in motion and they kind of become this portal to like another to another maybe another world mental or a psychological landscape or um, yeah I, it's just there this it's, it's, it's an attempt to express a feeling or, or, or an emotion, but without necessarily having to portray specifically. I like that. And um, when you were in that, in that group show, which you mentioned earlier, the, the group show at Carrie Goldberg, um, the other painters were also abstract painters, and you said that was very interesting. And is that because their their approaches were very different, right? W what did it feel like to be in that context? Um, 
it was it, it was great. Just a, I don't know. I hadn't seen. I don't think I've had spent the last year visiting many people's studios or seeing you know talking to too many artists in person, especially people who do similar work with mine. So it was actually it was kind of inspiring to see how other painters like fold or drape or soak their materials using multi crossing disciplinaries and kind of expanding the definitions of what is abstraction. Uh, but yet it's all kind of very energetic and um, there's all these you know similar similarities but also differences with each other and hopefully more things will come from just I mean I would love to see their studio and talk to them more about, you know, their practice and their process. It's all very process oriented. I feel with abstraction, a lot of it is very process oriented. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. And and um, and what's happening with the paintings that you're doing now? Is it a similar process that you're working on now to to the one we were just talking about, um, which was Black Spring, or is there a different process you're you're doing now? Because the the forms that you're making keep changing. Correct. Yeah, I mean, at some point I was doing more vines and more pattern-based work. Um, then they started becoming more um, more abstract and blurry, blurry. And so I keep I sort of go back and forth um, between these kind of migrating between um, water, sky, and and land. And and uh, I recently when I went back. To Cyprus, which is where I grew up and where I based a lot of my imagery for. I was taking a lot of photos. It was quite inspiring just to be there. I spent a lot of time, like in a isolated uh, beach area, and it was just nice to be surrounded by the water and have the, you know, just the beauty of the of the surrounding nature. So I feel like that is going to start. Um, I mean, maybe the colors. I mean, I use a lot of the colors based on um, the landscape of growing up in the Mediterranean. And I feel, I mean, I extract and then manipulate them to make them more extreme uh, or uh, um, they become more saturated or they um, um, kind of, they, yes. So, uh, yeah, I guess. That's interesting. I know that's hard to talk about, but that's, Let's yeah. try to discuss that a little more because you know you're you're going back to to Greece and you're talking about you know forms and light and I've never been to Greece but one of the things that I always hear about is is how light is different and how it makes things appear differently um, and, and and that's a little bit what you're talking about isn't it um, about about the influence of of the landscape as well as as the light on on Cyprus. I mean, definitely the light is. I mean, it's kind of incredible. Just and and just or or the the clear water. I mean, all shades of blue, the clear uh, crystal water, or even like the the formations of the of the rocks. There's um, kind of like different like hills and and rocky coves and kind of whimsical like uh, terrain. And there's so there's all these different kind of mountains and limestone rocks and just everything kind of blends in and um, it um, uh, kind of forms all this. 
And that changes the way you're painting? Because, yeah, that's, I mean, that is both abstract but real, right? I, I, I understand what you're saying, but, of course, that's a very abstract um, kind of image. Uh, how does that make its way into your painting? Well, I try to portray more like the feeling or the mood as, uh, as opposed to what, what I'm seeing. So it's more about the light and the color and the texture and the pattern and how, how, what, what it evokes. So I just hope that that's something that kind of comes across uh, when I, you know, my paintings. And and so what's what's next? So the paintings that you're doing now is it a a series or are they meant to go somewhere? What's what's happening next? Well, I'm, I think I'm working. I want to experiment more and just work on a whole new series. Um, so I'm working on small paintings, um, multiple paintings at the same time. So we'll see where it takes me. But um, for now, I just kind of want to get as many like works out and um, just keep going. And and you're working in series, though. Are these all five by six feet? Is that the size of all of these ones that no. you're working on? No, it's hard to work on too many five by six. I mean, a lot of my work is medium size. And right now I'm actually working on, on like 9 by 12, so it's a, a lot of um, trying to work on multiple small uh, at the same time. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. and, and I'm sorry, go on. So, so, you, so there's different sizes. You're, they're, they're, not, they're not just all that size you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and right now I'm working on, on, a, on a series where there are small canvases, so I can work on multiple at the same time. So uh, they're like 9 by 12 inches, which are, is pretty tiny, but um, I find it kind of intimate to work in a smaller scale as well, uh, instead of always being immersed, which is a totally different feeling of being immersed in a, in a huge painting that's you know, bigger than me. And then work, working on on a, on a really small scale. So I kind of like to exchange between the two. Well, there's such a difference in scale, right? I mean, you know, six feet is, is, is life size. It's almost, you know, heroic. It's a big size. Smaller, something very different happens, doesn't it? It's, it's um, I don't know, when something's small, smaller, I mean, I don't know how small you're talking about, but then it, it takes on a very different feeling. You can't have the same gestural or life-size uh, kind of um, movements or forms, right? No, yeah, it's a lot more intimate to work on a smaller scale. It's almost like you're talking to it at a different level, or it's, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. And um, and so you're, you're painting in your apartment. You don't have a studio anymore. You can do that all at home? Well, I'm... Um, I have a duplex, so downstairs is my studio. So it is my apartment, but it's a separate studio space, which is kind of nice. Um, so it's its own, you know, room um, in my house, but it's downstairs, so it's you know it's not separated from my living space. Uh, but yeah, I don't have a, a separate studio space. And, and and what else is happening in the future? Is there anything else you want to mention in this interview that I didn't ask? Is there? There'll be links here to your website so people can learn more. But um, is there anything you're looking forward to in the in the future in, in terms of your work? 
that you want to mention? Uh, I'm not sure yet. You know, I'm just kind of uh, going with the flow. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yes, we will. Well, that's good. And I want to ask you one more question, which is, what are you reading at the moment? I'm always curious what everybody's reading. Um, well, I'm I'm reading a few books. I just um, I just finished um, A Drowned World by J.J. Ballard, which was kind of a mesmerizing novel um, about this terrifying future where solar radiation kind of takes over and global warming has kind of melted the ice, a, the, the polar ice, and then they the world is sub, sort of submerged. Um, in, and becomes all, all, all these tropical plants sort of start forming and um, evolving. So I, I was kind of fascinating. Um, also reading Virginia Woolf's um, The Waves, uh, which um, kind of follows six um, six friends from like childhood to to adult to like no old age, and it's their with the background of the sea, so it's like talking through the inside of their head. It's kind of very abstract and blends the surrounding environment with the landscape and their kind of like a poetic dreamscape in a way. Mm. Mm. And yeah, sounds, what else? Oh, also, um, I'm also reading that, uh, which is... Um, so uh, focuses on five, five women abstract painters um, uh, in the beginning of the abstract expressionist era in New York, which I found kind of very fascinating. I knew about them, but I didn't know every the whole detail of uh, how it, the whole scene developed in, in, in the East Village and how these women came of prominence, being either married to famous artists like Lee Krasner or you know, just kind of how how they found their way, so it, 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 it has been very inspiring to read that book. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing a lot about that, and I haven't read that yet, but that does sound exciting as well. J.G. Ballard is somebody you hear about a lot in the art world. I haven't read any of his books, but um, but yeah, that sounds fascinating. He's And Virginia Woolf, I of course know, but J.G. Ballard seems to come up a lot in the art world, and I'm, I'm never quite sure why. What is his relationship to the art world? And did you know anything about that? It's, it's about his, his politics, or he's just a great writer? Um, what is the, I, the draw of J.G. Ballard? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know he was so related to the art world. Just, um, for me, it's just kind of the, the mesmerizing kind of otherworldliness that his world sort of creates, um, and how the, kind of the protagonists are transformed through their surroundings kind of physically and sort of psychologically. And then and just the, the, the icons and the images that come to mind when you read them is so, is so distinct. So for, I just, um, it's very, it's just a great read. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Well, thank you for that. And uh, I want to thank you for talking with me today. It's, it's been a pleasure. I wish you well with your, your work and exhibitions. Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. <laughs>